And look, I did the same thing you probably did. Went Tumblr, Tumblr? Yeah, yeah, Tumblr. Okay, (laughs) tell me more. (laughs) I talk about being open-minded. I'm like, let's be open-minded. And it was fascinating as I went in and understood more and more. Like the interesting thing about Tumblr, it's such an amazing place for creatives and, and bloggers. And it's such an authentic tone. And what I love is that of, of all of their, you know, 30, 40, 50 million uniques per month, most of them are not on any other social media platform. Hmm. So it's this green field of people. Yeah. I know. I was shocked. They're like 58% aren't on Facebook and 83 are aren't on Reddit. Wow. So I'm looking just going, okay, you want to be in the cannabis space. Um, they want to partner with someone who has this great library, which we have. So we're going to be that editor-in-chief. This is Lit and Lucid, your after-work de-stress smoke sesh podcast. I'm your host, Lit. And I'm your host, Lucid. And we're going to take you on a journey. A journey to discover the truth and find the balance. Every week, we get deep on those thought-provoking topics that ooze out of the cannabis universe. But we also keep it real by illuminating important issues and people in today's culture. So kick back. Consume your favorite cannabis products and get cozy Cozy in the the Lit and Lucid lifestyle. Welcome, everybody. It's Thursday, so you know we are recording another episode of the show. Today, joining us from Canada, we have Terry McDonald Reedley. She is a groundbreaking pioneer and serial entrepreneur co-creating the first cannabis lifestyle brand, Civilized. Terry is an empowered female leader and CEO of Civilized, dedicated to the overall health and wellness of the cannabis and canna-curious community. For those of you who don't know, Civilized was founded in 2015 as the first premium lifestyle brand that embraces and highlights the modern cannabis, CBD, and hemp culture, reflecting the millions of people who enjoy cannabis as part of a healthy and balanced lifestyle. As modern consumers ourselves, Jared and I are super excited to have you on the show. Uh, Healthy lifestyle through cannabis consumptions is definitely one of the things that we live by. So we're really excited to have you on today, Terry. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy and Jared. I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Well, we're excited to dig in. We know you guys have a lot of new things on your plate these days and a lot of new things you guys want to share. So we are excited to talk about what's new at Civilized. But first, as Lucy mentioned, uh, one of our focuses on the podcast is just being active cannabis consumers ourselves and helping to de- demystify some of those negative associations with being a, in quotes, a stoner. And so, as mm-hmm. you know, and part of that is kicking off the show with one of our favorite questions. And so we have to ask Terry, are you a cannabis consumer yourself? I am. I am. That I'm a very ex- healthy, canna-curious adult. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's fun. What's one of your favorite ways to uh, to consume? You know what? My favorite is, um, you know, because I'm of a certain age. And so I try to move away from alcohol. And so I love to drink and I love to eat my cannabis and CBD. And, uh, you know, I'm one of those folks who subscribe to, I don't like hangovers and dehydration (laughs) and just all those negative aspects of having alcohol as part of your lifestyle. I certainly still enjoy a glass of wine every now and then. But I've really shifted as I've um, fallen more and more in love with this plant. I mean, likewise, really. <laughs> yeah. I think that's wonderful because that's not something we talk about as much on the show as we'd like to. But Lucy and I, same thing. You know, we we like try to kick the hangovers of alcohol a long time ago. I mean, we're you know still considered young by some, but I don't know. I don't. Those hangovers like still knock me on my butt the next day, and so we are always first to the cannabis. 
Uh, and and you know, I'm kind of excited for like the next wave of the industry. I feel as though it's going to be uh, focused on the beverages and everything. So that's pretty exciting as an alcohol replacement. Oh, I've got mine in hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. What do you have to, what is your cannabis drink of choice? Mm. So, see, I'm in Canada, so we just have such a wonderful array of different products now. And so I actually just have a, um, a powder, a um, THC, you know, 10 mm-hmm. milligram sort of powder that I can put in any sort of beverage that I want. So I just have a really great um, flavored club soda that um, I mix my THC powder in and makes for a great evening. <laughs> That's awesome. That's actually our favorite beverage too. We have a brand here in Colorado. It's called Ripple and it's like a water soluble powder too. And it's flavorless. You can put it in anything. And every time we have like a dinner party or something, we always have that as an offering as well. Cause it's definitely our favorite. That's exactly what I'm drinking. It's oh, Ripple. perfect. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should say a specific <laughs> brand, but absolutely. That's, that's exactly what I have. Cool. Well, let's um, talk a little bit more about this civilized platform. So for those who don't know, tell us a little bit more about what you guys offer to your audience. Sure. So um, as you mentioned in the intro, uh, we've been around for about six years. And, you know, we launched really, um, I'll tell you, kind of taking a step back, I've been um, an entrepreneur Canadian at this time, uh, I moved to California back in 2014. I was um, producing a television show um, for a show that um, a group of producers and I, we had pitched and sold. So I've been living in California for about a year at that time. And, um, you know, kind of, I don't know, living in California, being Canadian, just feeling this social movement that was happening. I mean, certainly been going on for many, many years, but it just really felt like it was coming to to a peak. And yeah. so taking all these years of, um, you know, brand, digital, marketing, content creation, and really intrigued by the cannabis industry, decided to dive in with a digital media, kind of digital publishing play. And, um, you know, I'll tell you how the whole thing kind of the whole thing came about, we were, and there you'll hear my Canadian when I say about, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's interesting, right? You, you see cannabis culture and look, we all did our field trials in university. Um, I mean, I certainly did, but then <laughs> right, yeah. left school, right? We all do. And then <laughs> I went into the advertising agency world and that was a solid drinking culture. And, um, you know, you kind of left cannabis behind and then over the years of having kids and, you know, as you say, those Saturday morning hangovers and different things that you, you know, you kind of start to get back into cannabis. And so look, moved to California and I was always kind of fascinated, but I'm a big data nerd. And so my business partner and I, um, we started having this conversation about cannabis and feeling this movement. So the data nerd that I am commissioned research. Um, I really wanted to understand. I mean, you know, I grew up with the... Nancy Reagan and just say no, right? Yeah. And eggs and frying pans, that kind of thing. And, and bought into this stereotype that, you know, cannabis was stoner culture and 20 year olds in their parents' basement with a bong. And after looking at the research, everything we now know that cannabis consumers are, are older and high income earning and love to travel and, you know, have kids and, or CEOs and athletes and and all kinds of different people, and yet 
it seemed at the time, all of the content seemed to be catering more to that sort of stoner culture, which is a wonderful part of the culture, but it's not the entire culture. And wanting to learn more about CBD and the plant and the medicinal side and the recreational side, just fascinated with it, we found that it was really lacking. So as we decided to do, bring sort of a, a different tone to information, education, entertainment as well. Um, and really what we've done over the last six or seven years is build an audience that is predominantly 30 plus. Um, again, data nerd. I always like to mine into the, to the data and understand <laughs> who we're speaking to and who's yeah. engaging. And it's really worked out really well that we've been able to kind of grow this audience you know, across social media and newsletter and all the great ways that we can connect with the community. So I'm just thrilled that they've been responding to the content that we've been putting out for the last six years. That's great. I think, uh, and one thing you you highlighted on was just that, you know, there's there's a really a broad range of people who are consumers. And, and I think uh, society as a whole has done a really good job of just like framing it up as if, you know, it is a stoner and there's a, a very specific archetype of person they put in front of us a lot. But, you know, as you found and as I think the vast majority of our country and our, and our world are finding out that uh, a lot of the people that, uh, that consume cannabis are not really who you'd think to, to be consuming cannabis. And so I think it's really wise of you to kind of take that mission on of like, we're going to go speak to these people that really have probably not been spoken to ever. <laughs> oh, and I love the word you used earlier, right? Demystifying and whether it's, you know, destigmatizing. But, you know, we're all well versed on the roots of, you know, cannabis, legalization, prohibition, how that was all sort of rooted. It's, it's really such a fascinating topic too, right? I mean, we're not talking about tube socks here. This thing is fascinating, yeah. however you slice it. And, and you're right. There are so many people, I think, from, you know, my, my mother who wants a tea to help her sleep to my sister who, you know, was suffering from like rheumatoid arthritis and wanted to get off pharmaceutical medications and is now on a fantastic CBD oil. There are so many just incredible ways that people can introduce cannabis and CBD into their lives and not have to rely on pharmaceuticals. But we have a lot of work to do to continue to educate people. But I do find, I mean, I don't know if you agree. I find that there is this healthy curiosity now and people are really a little more open-minded. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of like groups out there now as well that are, you know, coming forward and, you know, giving these people like a platform to like, you know, Women's Grow and um, some other women uh, focused organizations that really focus on the can of curious. Yeah, we were uh, we were speaking mm-hmm. to one of our partners out in uh, Vermont and, you know, the East Coast is really coming around in the U.S. as far as cannabis legalization. And, and there's been a number of states already on the East Coast who've legalized this year. And and he was talking about his mm-hmm. wife is really curious and she's she's wanting to get involved and, and she's really into like health and fitness and wellness and these things. And, and so he, he's talking to us and we're like, you know, there's a lot of stuff already <laughs> out there, you know, like there's this it's already been established on the West Coast and we've been doing this stuff for five, 10 years in Colorado already. And so I do think the next mm-hmm. big push isn't so much to just keep creating content for these people as much as it is to like steer people in the right direction of this content that's already been out there or that's just being produced uh, continually by you know, platforms such as yours. And so I think really that's the next step is, is uh, basically just like create some type of roadmap or some type of like area that everything's kind of coalesced together for these can of curious individuals to kind of figure it out. Because just as you, you know, alluded to earlier, it's not as simple as like, uh, you know, like what's the best uh, weed to smoke these days? It's like, tinctures for sleep or or uh, topicals for pain or, or just different things for different people and so there's a lot of a lot of avenues to cover absolutely 
And it's okay to sand the edges down too with your vape pen uh-huh. or a joint. That's fantastic as well, right? But you're right. It's it's just the water's warm. It's okay. Dip your toe. Explore. It's it's fascinating, but it can be intimidating, yeah. right? I mean, it can Absolutely. be really. It's it's so. If you're online and you're searching, you're not quite sure whether it's word of mouth, someone you trust. It can be so intimidating even to walk into a dispensary mm-hmm. and not even know what to maybe ask. A bud tender, right? Yeah. So, um, a lot of work to do, but uh, we're trying to do our part. <laughs> that's exciting. And so, then what you guys did last year, actually, this is something that's really cool is you guys actually relaunched in the midst of COVID, which is like incredible. You know, it's a global mm-hmm. pandemic. And uh, so, talk about uh, some of the lessons you learned in this new rebrand and this new launch of Civilized that you guys unveiled last year, and maybe kind of, uh, kind of what you guys see and, and where this thing's going now. Sure. So, yeah, about a year ago, um, We did kind of take a step back, look at what we built over the last three or four years. And, you know, starting early on digital publishing and then moving into events. I mean, obviously, with the pandemic, um, you know, events weren't really high on our priority list. And, you know, it was really a great opportunity to step back and look at the assets that we built within the company. And so knowing we had over those years, we built just a fantastic owned library. We had over 10,000 pieces of content, great oh you know, editorial and video content. Um, you know, and it takes a long time to build that that kind of content. Out. I was just thrilled. We, we hired early on. I mean, it's true what everyone says about, you know, hiring fantastic talent. And very early on, we hired Corey Jones, who'd been the chief content officer at Playboy. And so, you know, he had just such phenomenal experience understanding, you know, a a highly stigmatized and highly regulated category. And then to bring just his experience into Civilized was phenomenal in developing our strategy. So we had a great library, um, a highly engaged audience and, and really focusing on building out that social media following and the newsletter database. And it's great to have the numbers, but it's really more important to build that trust within the community. So, you know, all the metrics that you want to see around likes and comments and shares and, you know, knowing we had that strong relationship, decided to really kind of pivot into more of a lifestyle brand. And, you know, by that, I mean, it really felt, again, looking at a lot of the data and you see the companies that were in the mainstream companies that were looking for ways to get into the space because, you know, shocker, cannabis consumers actually buy a lot of other consumer goods. So (laughs) there's a lot of great overlap. And so with Civilized Now, we've relaunched the platform. It's all restructured so that all of those pain points that so many brands and companies in the space are experiencing right now as far as, you know, having their YouTube channels frozen or their social media accounts shut down or their banner ads taken down, um, the minefield, right? And so um, we've restructured our entire site to allow for that safe place. Your ads will not be taken down. Your video content runs on our players. So you can connect directly with our community. And so it's really more of a lifestyle play. So we focus on wellness, fitness, food and drink, business, investment, all those different categories. And we really marry both mainstream brands and and advertisers who want to connect with the community with those endemic brands. But it's all still led with an education first approach. Mm -hmm. So it's not, hey, spend X amount of dollars and you can send one, you know, email out to our database. It's not a transactional relationship we're looking for. We, we really value the community we've built. We want to serve them. And so we make sure we have quality brands with, with a quality message. 
and and that's how we connect with the community. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I actually stumbled upon, I think, your guys' old website today when I was researching for the episode. And um, I, I can tell you, your new your new website is much more streamlined. It's much easier to navigate. And like you said, it's more prominent, like fitness, wellness, business. Like you can just quickly go to those topics now. And I think that that's going to be much better for your consumer as well and your audience. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're really pleased with with the new look and, and, you know, it's sticking with our, our values and the roots, but really just evolving it much like the industry continues to evolve. Yep. That's very true. We understand that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You mentioned one little yeah. piece in there that's like a pretty important piece. And, uh, and I kind of want to just go back just to highlight it, but you guys are self hosting the videos on your website. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. We have our own video player. And that is big time. Absolutely. <laughs> and that is big time. It's huge. It's so funny. Well, uh, you know, when we looked at this, I mean, we've, we've really, you know, kind of connected with a lot of the brands and the LPs in Canada, the MSOs. And when you talk to them, you know, they'll tell you, say, gosh, our biggest problem now is, I mean, we all know the minefield in advertising, promotion, marketing, what you can and cannot do. Yep. And yet, um, you know, there are fantastic companies with wonderful products. And, you know, the regulatory environment can make it so challenging to get those positive messages out. So, understanding that and you know really it's an apprenticeship because you know we've seen lots of companies i'm sure you've you've seen this as well you know you'll see companies that will hire you know senior executives from alcohol or tobacco and they rip the cover page off what's worked for them historically in those industries and that doesn't work in cannabis Mm -hmm. and so you really need to have sort of interesting smart gritty um, you know, entrepreneurs who yeah. don't mind leaning in because it's going to be a challenge in this industry. I, I often say, you know, there's so many smart people <laughs> and uh, they could work in almost any other industry <laughs> and not face the challenges and barriers, but yet they get up every day and they come back into the space. And that's what's sort of drawn all of us to it. It's that community and everyone is just so willing to participate and help each other out. It's, it's really just remarkable. I love that. Yeah, the episode actually that aired previously before yours was actually Andres, and he was the creative director for Juicy. And uh, we were talking about how the creativity might be one of the greatest components of the entire cannabis industry, just uh, the forced creativity because of regulations or just the creativity that comes from maybe the cannabis a little bit, the creativity in the packaging, the retail design. And then this far, you know, even having to create a website that you can self-host videos because they may be uh, deplatformed on another player. Um, and so like the creativity that's involved in almost every aspect of business is really one of the hallmark things of the canvas industry, because there's a lot of reinventing the wheel, quite frankly, going on because the things do not fit um, as they do in other industries. Absolutely. And it's so interesting what you've just said. I love that that interesting component. Yeah, you have to be a problem solver. You have to be innovative. You have to be brave. You have to want to do this every day. But I love that another way to destigmatize this plant is to talk about how it can unleash creativity in so many people. And again, I'm misunderstood. People think you, you know, you, you smoke a joint, you take a hit off a bong, and then you sink into a couch and do nothing for six hours. I'm going, that's not been my experience and (laughs) working in the agency world and with freelancers and writers and creatives and producers, not at all. So, you know, 
still a lot of work to do, but um, like I said, that's certainly not been my firsthand experience. <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, getting cannabis education across social media platforms, uh, Jared and I are social media marketers ourselves, and we know the uphill battle of that every single day. Uh, but you guys recently partnered with Tumblr, which seems very significant to us. So tell us a little bit more mm. about that partnership and what that means. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited by this. <laughs> it's so funny. And back to this idea, like truly, you know, when you go, holy cow, that's too good to be true. Um, it's interesting. So, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's so funny around here, you know, in Canada, it's always there's sort of two degrees of separation who, you know, and um, a good friend of mine who, who's from the same part of Canada as I am. She's a wonderful director and producer in, in L.A. And living in L.A., I get to know her husband really well, who had a great career with HuffPost and BuzzFeed. And so I've always kind of, he's been a bit of a mentor and kind of picked his brain over the last <laughs> number of years. And so we were, we were chatting. I sent him an update when we relaunched the company and he reached out. He's now at Tumblr and I didn't even know he was at Tumblr, but he reached out and said, Hey, can we talk today? And so we did. And he said, you have no idea. He's like, Oh my gosh, the number of times in the last you know three or four months, I said, Oh, I wish civilized was back online. So the, the thing with Tumblr is they came and said, look, we want to we want to get into this space. We have our own blogs around fashion and music and activism and entertainment. But we know we want to be in the cannabis and CBD space and we could go hire an editorial team and we can start producing content and then build out that community and that following. Or we can partner with someone who has a better handle on the community and the regulatory environment. And so that's what we did. So oh, we signed that. this exclusive partnership with them. I mean, Tumblr has tens of millions of U.S. unique visitors per month, which is just massive. And look, I did the same thing you probably did. Went, Tumblr, Tumblr? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, Tumblr. Like Tumblr. Like, okay, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> I talked about being open-minded. I'm like, let's be open-minded. And it was fascinating as I went in and understood more and more like the interesting thing about Tumblr, it's such an amazing place for creatives and, and bloggers and it's such an authentic tone. And what I love is that of, of all of their, you know, 30, 40, 50 million uniques per month, most of them are not on any other social media platform. Hmm. So it's this green field of people. Yeah. I know. I was shocked. They're like 58% aren't on Facebook and 83 aren't on Reddit. Wow. So I'm looking just going, okay, you want to be in the cannabis space? Um, they want to partner with someone who has this great library, which we have. So we're going to be that editor-in-chief, exclusive content curator. And this is what's so great, too. We get to invite so many of the friends and, and brands that we've known over the years. Because, you know, for example, you know, Max Simon, who I absolutely yeah. adore. He's done a fantastic uh, job yeah. at Green Flower. And, you know, Max had their YouTube channel frozen 18 months ago. Yep. yep. So we don't want the cannabis blog to just be civilized content. It now lets us open up this amazing channel to others who've been producing wonderful quality content. So we're partnering with Max. He's got so, so cool. much video and, you know, just such a great message. So it's been that reaching out to folks who we've just admired and respected and said, hey, are you interested in, in, in joining us and, and spreading the message and the education? And so that part's been fantastic, too. Um, but it really is. And there's some interesting things. Um, there are some interesting messages that are going to come out. The blog will launch in August. And then Tumblr's doing some interesting things just in the, in the CBD and even THC marketing and advertising space. So I know they'll have some, some interesting things coming out in the next few weeks as well. 
That's so cool. Um, I haven't even thought of Tumblr, I swear, since like MySpace, like back who knows however long ago. And then I saw you guys are partnering with them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot about them. So that's cool. You know, I think it's also good for them, too. I mean, you said they have tons of visitors, obviously, but I think it's good for them, too, to get into a different space in the cannabis and, and be a real go to resource for people looking for that kind of information. I mean, because like, you know, we can't go on Pinterest. There's really nothing on Pinterest for cannabis or it all gets blocked. And if anything, you're stuck to like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, which, you know, half that stuff gets blocked as well. So I think Tom Rolls are a great place right? for you guys to go. Yeah. Very cool. Well, the other piece, too. Absolutely. Yeah, the other piece almost ties back into our problem with our friend Tim on, in Vermont is that, you know, we were talking to him about somebody just needs to come out and help aggregate all the content that's already being produced out here on the West Coast or in Canada or globally. Uh, versus just, you know, new people have to come and reinvent the wheel. And so I think this is it. You know, you mentioned earlier with your rebuild, you guys have 10,000 pieces of content that you've already created. And I guarantee mm-hmm. probably 95% of that's probably still absolutely relevant to, to today to a, a cannabis consumer or a can of curious individual. And then if you're going out and helping out elevate other brands and give them just a platform where they can, you know, share a message, I think that goes so mm-hmm. far in in today's culture of just helping to, uh, I mean, really, cannabis just needs a platform where they can just say, like, okay. And then we take a deep breath and say, we've all been kind of led astray. <laughs> now now let's unveil all this stuff <laughs> to try to set you know society straight a little bit. But I think to date, we really haven't had that platform anywhere. It's all just been kind of like discombobulated and a message gets cut short or they get deleted or removed or, or different things. So I think this is really, this could be like a big... Uh, a big step in the whole industry as a whole just to help get things uh, streamlined and and all in one area. Oh, look, I hope so. And yeah, over the years, I mean, I'm so proud of the work that our team has done. And you're right. I mean, everything from, you know, cannabis for beginners or CBD for beginners through to we have series on Ask a Bud Tender or First High or, you know, there's just there's so much that's there. And if you package it in, you know, bite-sized pieces that are easy to understand and, you know, short little snippets. It's, um, you know, people are being a lot more open-minded. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're repurposing much of that content. Um, our sponsors and brands that we work with, we work with them to bring in content. We've got a great contributor program where we have both, you know, mainstream folks as well. We have, you know, a wonderful, oh my gosh, there's beautiful work, Mooncloth we work with, and they have Mm -hmm. this just amazing luxury hemp brand of, you know, sleep masks and robes and just beautiful products. And we have, you know, a lawyer who understands the um, entertainment and legal environment in California. We've got, um, you know, a chef who had no experience with cannabis or CBD, but then we partnered that chef with someone who is an, is an expert from a mixology and an infusion perspective. So we really try to marry mainstream brands and offerings in the lifestyle space with cannabis and CBD. Very cool. I love that. Well, speaking of kind of, you know, the future of cannabis education, um, what do you think, you know, some conversations around cannabis that need to be changed and what is civilized doing to kind of make that change and be a leader in that conversation? Oh my gosh, so much. So much. It's, um, well, it's just, it's interesting, you know, I mean, look, when you step back and you look at even the political climate, um, you know, back to when you, when we talked about, you know, relaunching during COVID, 
I mean, it was interesting when you, you know, kind of looked at COVID was just such an unbelievably challenging time for so many people. And, you know, whether you hear things about, you know, people maybe drinking a little more, consuming a little more, um, it was just so challenging. And, and, you know, then you look at the political environment and you think, look, I mean, I was absolutely a, you know, a Biden-Harris uh, administration supporter. I thought that was obviously the best choice for our industry. You know, the fact that all five ballot initiatives passed during the last election, I mean, things are lining up, right? Um, you know, when I think about the future of the industry, it's not going to change overnight. Um, but, I mean, you look at every major social movement that's occurred in, in the history of time, you know, women getting the vote and same-sex marriage. I mean, you name it. As soon as you have, you know, 20, 21, 22 states that adopt some form of legalization, the rest will fall like dominoes. And that's where we are. So your point about the East Coast, um, I mean, look, let's just look from a, from a pure economic perspective. Is there any other industry right now that is more ready with job creation, net new tax dollars to really help drive the economy forward? I would argue no. Yep. And so, agree. you know, armed with that, at the end of the day, you know, every jurisdiction, every governor, they need to figure out ways of generating net new tax. And cannabis is it. So if that's the wave we need to ride to really move this, this movement um, and policies forward, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's fantastic. So I think armed with that, we're going to see some things change. As far as the messaging, look, I want us to stay true to serving this community. And and, and it really is that kind of curious community and um, making sure that we continue to bring information, um, that we bring opportunities for mainstream to come in as well. And not be intimidated and, and with great respect for everyone who's doing their part in this industry. It is quite deliberate that we weren't sort of a, a, a canna or a green or a leaf in our name. Mm-hmm. We, we deliberately chose the word civilized because we just feel like there are so many ways that we can have a civilized, open-minded, informed conversation, two-way conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to do with civilized. I love that. That's a, I was just going to say, what is the, the mention behind the name? And I love that it's, that's what that means. Very cool. Yeah. It's a super yeah. sophisticated brand, really. It almost looks as like, I mean, it really comes, it comes at me as like some like New York, like ad agency, like kind of feel, which is like very powerful. I think it's in, as the cannabis space, because I think that's what the cannabis space really needs is something just like powerful, built out well, clean, sophisticated, futuristic. And like, this is it. I think civilized is what is going to carry us into the next stage of uh, cannabis legalization. Well, I just, I love it. And, and you know, full credit to my business partner, my creative partner. I mean, that's the way the story goes, true story, you know, that, that day that we were talking about this and, uh, you know, had this kind of, he had this Jerry Maguire manifesto night, you know, where he sat up all night and wrote this treatment about the industry and, and destigmatizing and wrapping our arms around the community. And it was a couple of days later, he was at, at the gym and he called me and he was on the treadmill. And he <laughs> said, and we come from years and years of marketing, branding, you know, running an ad agency in Canada. And he said, uh, I've got the name. I said, what is it? He said, civilized. And I went, yep. Done. And that was it. <laughs> he said, no focus group testing, no A-B testing, nothing. We said, holy cow, thank goodness it wasn't a client. We'd have to put together a whole team and spend six weeks coming up with right? that. It turns a lot of money with a lot of zeros. <laughs> but when you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. it just stuck. And we loved it from the very beginning. 
I think it's great. I, I think it really fits it well. It fits the mission Thank really you. well. I think the whole thing really has come together, and I love the rebrand and the relaunch. I think you guys, I think you guys are doing great work, really. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been it's been um, an interesting interesting journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's speaking talk. Of. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit more and kind of your journey, Terry, into kind of civilized in this role as a a leader and a CEO and an entrepreneur in, in the cannabis space. Uh, you know, share with us kind of what all those things mean to you and maybe some of your challenges and, and kind of any advice you have for individuals like yourself trying to do just that. Well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm still learning so much every day. And, um, you know, back to even that idea that this is just such a welcoming community. I, I, I find that, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's so interesting and unique. Um, but, you know, from the early days, I am that, that serial entrepreneur. I mean, that's, kind of what I've been my my whole life 20 plus years and you know from coming from the east coast of Canada you know it's an interesting part of the world and um, starting an ad agency here um, you know about 20 years ago it was interesting and, and it was you know I, I just I loved that business it was so dynamic and it would change so often um, you know nothing ever would stale you'd have to be an expert in manufacturing one day and healthcare the next <laughs> and then energy and nuclear and tourism and so it was never boring but, um, you know, it is hunt, kill, eat, right? Service-based yep. business. And so after 10 or 12 years, we looked at the agency as more of an incubator. And how can we start developing other ideas for businesses? And really, that's where Civilized came from. Actually, that's where our television production company came from first. And that's what sort of took us to California. But, I mean, you know, everyone has their stories as, as an entrepreneur. It's, um, you know, and especially in this industry when it as a startup, you're raising money, um, you know, you're, you're building the team. Um, there are definitely, definitely a lot of pitfalls in, in this industry. It's, it certainly hasn't been easy. I mean, bank accounts and <laughs> advertising restrictions and hiring talent. I mean, you name it. But I really have found that the culture is incredibly embracing. If, um, if you put the work in, you know, you get involved, then um, people are always so willing to help. So, you know, those are definitely some of the lessons that, that I've learned. Um, surrounding yourself with the right people, as cliche as it sounds, you know. And um, it's funny, I, I, I wrote this piece that was in Maritime, uh, Marijuana Times uh, last week. And I I just a few of those little <laughs> tips and tricks. And Oh, did you? I did, <laughs> yeah. I was going to bring um, up a piece, but I'm going to let, let you continue on. <laughs> Well, it's funny, you do, you do kind of collect these little nuggets of, of wisdom, I guess, along the way. And, um, you know, the one thing I will say, and maybe it is as a woman, but I don't want to just own that from a gender perspective. I think it just depends on your personality type, but it really is the ability to say no, mm -hmm. um, without apology, without, without a qualifier or an explanation, Something, just a, just a polite no is enough. Yep. And so many people, I think, get themselves into too many things on too many boards, acting too often as an advisor. And um, you can find yourself just really being stretched and not focused on your own priorities, your your company's priorities. So um, you do need to learn to say no. And oftentimes that can be no, not right now. Mm -hmm. um, but if you if you stretch yourself too thin, uh, your business will fail. So I know that's certainly one of the lessons that that uh, I've learned over the years. It's a very powerful lesson, <laughs> actually. You know, want to talk about a story? Lucy and I are actually learning that with our business this year of just learning to say no because we have said yes for 
three years straight since we started. And we've, we've had to learn mm-hmm. that. You like, you overextend yourself, you get away from, you know, these things that really bring out the passion in you. And, uh, and, and you really just mm-hmm. kind of start placing energy in, in all these other areas, except for the, the bucket that you probably should be putting the energy into. And so I think that's really a powerful statement, just of learning to say no, just generally, and just learn to focus. You know, one of my, one of the other areas that's it's very similar to this is a, a shiny object syndrome. And that's a, a big problem for me sometimes. And I know it's a big problem for a lot of the entrepreneurs in this cannabis space, just because it is changing so rapidly. Almost every single week, there's a new area you can expand, expand into, whether, you know, the last, you know, three or four months, it's been Delta 8. Or before that, it was like delivery. Mm-hmm. And then before that, it was like CBG. And before that, it was CBN. And before that, it was live resin. And there's just all these other areas where you can mm-hmm. continue to expand into. And I think just uh, one thing that we've always seen from these businesses that have been the most successful thing is that they just pick one thing and be really good at it. And that's it. And uh, I think that's been one of the most profound pieces that that I've probably taken from a lot of the a lot of my time here, just being an entrepreneur in the space, is just to focus on one thing, be really, really good at it, and deliver. Absolutely, and it's so tempting because it is changing so quickly. Yeah. And yeah. you know, when you have a startup, when you're doing something, it's so te- you don't want to miss an opportunity yeah. or a partnership, or you know. And so, yeah, it can. And again, back to this fascinating plant, <laughs> it can help with focus. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. That's so amazing too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it is. It's a really good, and you know, it's not guilt. And maybe that is, I mean, you know, I'm a mom and um, I, gosh, I, I almost feel guilty when I say this, but I don't, I don't feel guilt anymore. I that's don't. Great. I find, I said that and, you know, because when you feel guilty, that's just giving away your power. Mm-hmm. You can't, if I'm going to feel guilty, you know, yes, of course I want to spend time with my children. I want to spend time on my business. I can find ways to blend those two. But, um, you know, guilt, it just doesn't serve any purpose. And so set your priorities, compromise. You really can have it all. You can. If people say you can't have it all, I, I disagree. I think you can. You just need to prioritize. You need help and support. You need to ask for help. And, um, and you really can find that balance. I love that. That is a powerful statement. I mean, you are somebody to really look up to. I mean, you really, you hold it down. You, like you said, you're a mom, you're a cannabis consumer, you're a CEO, like you really have a lot going on, but you can really find the balance between it all. So that should be an inspiration to a lot of people. Oh my, well, thank you. Like I said, I'm still, I'm still learning one foot in front of the other every day. And uh, it is having that healthy curiosity, you know, when you, when you see something that interests you, intrigues you, and you see somebody who seems to have it right, ask what are they doing? How are you, how are you doing this? Or how are you making it look so easy? (laughs) You have to have some learning along the way. So I, I've always had a healthy curiosity and I don't mind asking people for advice or, you know, what they've learned and how they've figured things out. So you don't always have to learn the hard way. Well, that's amazing. And I think we've all learned so much from you today, Terry. So we really appreciate that. Uh, But we do have one final question here on the Lit and Lucid podcast. So are you lit or are you lucid? Mm. Oh, I might be lucid. Mm. <laughs> I like it. You do sound, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. You do sound like a thinker, like you're super creative. 
I don't know. I think you could be lit though, because I mean, being a CEO, you got to have like the energy and yeah. like you got a lot of energy too. You like yeah, you're very, got the passion. You got you got passion. So I don't know. You can be both. Oh, you could be both. You could be both too. You Maybe can I the can. I don't know. Can I choose both? You could yeah. choose both. Yeah, that's like that's finding the balance. Okay, I'm going both. That's I'm it. Going both. Cool. <laughs> I think almost everybody this season's been a little bit of both. It's funny. The very we kicked it off with uh, with George Gage and and he was both, and we talked about the yin and the yang. So you could absolutely. Find the balance and be both. <laughs> Don't you have to be in this industry? You do. You have do. to have a bit of both. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Terry. Um, for all of our listeners, check, check out Civilized Online and their new platform. It's very cool, as well as following their Instagram and all their other social media platforms. Uh, they are now at, what is it? LiveCivilized.com. LiveCivilized.com. Yeah, Yeah, please check us out. Follow us on social. Sign up for the newsletter. And Lucy Joe, thank you so much. I've so enjoyed this conversation. It felt like five minutes. I can't (laughs) believe half an hour's gone by. We are so glad. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Cool. (laughs) All right. Thank you. you Anytime. Good luck. Thank you. (laughs) And you guys, with that, I'm lit. I'm lucid. And that's it. Laters. Have you ever felt like you needed a midday boost, something to keep the brain juices flowing, but not to the point of your head spinning? That was us just a few years ago, trying to balance the demands of life while still trying to be present for the things that bring the passion out of us, like our podcast. Jared and I normally record our podcasts after work and really started to dread them because we'd be burnt out by the time the recording came around. And I'll admit that sometimes we'd even skip the gym just to conserve our energy. Who wants to skip the gym? I don't, I don't like missing the gym, so we had to figure something out. Early last year, we started exploring the world of mushrooms and found a handful of ancient mushrooms really seemed to give us an edge. We spent the remainder of the year optimizing a blend of mushrooms, adaptogens, and CBD to give us the best of both worlds, to be more lit and lucid throughout the day, a little more energy, a little more cognition, and a healthy dose of stress relief. I sure know I can use more energy and focus to get through my day. Our Balance Blend capsules are handcrafted with love right here in Colorado, made with all natural ingredients, vegan, and lab certified. And each serving contains 33 milligrams of Colorado-grown CBD, and we only use extracted mushrooms from 100% fruiting bodies in our blends, so you know it's the best. Ready to give them a try? Visit www.litlucid.com and use code LIT20 for 20% off your first order. 